This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. This is Steve Cooper. Um, I want to apologize that there's a little bit of a problem with this episode and the audio quality is uh, less than what it should be. Um, we recorded this entire podcast, and then in post-production, we found out that um, my microphone didn't take as it should. So uh, Noel, Dr. Noel Nelson does most of the talking in this podcast and has a lot of really great information. So I hope uh, you can uh, put up with my uh, tunnel sound for this episode and we promise to correct it in the next episode so thank you very much for your patience and uh, enjoy hey everybody welcome back this is steve cooper editor-in-chief of hitchedmag.com i'm joined once again by dr noelle nelson hi noelle hi steve for those tuning in for the very first time, Noelle is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is also the author of nine best-selling books. Um, I will get into more information about Noelle at the end of the podcast, um, but before we uh, get going here today, I want to give everyone listening a big thank you because the Hitched podcast has been nominated by About.com, which... I'm sure most of you know, is a very humongous website out there. Uh, the Hitch Podcast has been nominated as one of the top five marriage podcasts out there. Um, so I want to thank you very much for all your support over the years, and I want to give a particularly, particular and special thanks to Noel because if it weren't for um, spectacular, excellent guests such as Noel, um, this podcast wouldn't be possible. And uh, I also want to give a shout-out and a thank you to the other regular uh, experts who come on to this podcast because I know this wouldn't be um, anything without their support. Um, so we are going to post you. So they have a, a voting where you can actually vote for which one you think is the best out of the top five. And, uh, you can go to the about website, about.com. Um, I will put a link up on the uh, podcast page. That'll make it easy. And I believe the voting is open till somewhere around March 15th. So, uh, please, if you have just a, a couple minutes, actually probably takes about 30 seconds. Go to uh, our website, go to the podcast page, click the link, and give us a quick vote. Uh, we'd be very much appreciated. So um, today we are going to talk about unexpected additions to the family. Um, and this is not we're, – we're not talking about um, somebody surprisingly getting knocked up. That's not what we're talking about here today. Uh, what we are talking about is when um, – 
you have these other additions to your family, and I'll get into that in a second. So let me kind of set a scene for you, a little scenario. So marriage is full of surprises, as we all know. Um, You can be bipping along, happy as can be, and um, something can and will upset your marital apple cart, so to speak. Um, your, Your husband may get fired. Uh, your wife might get a fantastic job offer that possibly is in a different city. Um, your, your brother-in-law moves in with you. All, all sorts of things can happen. And one of the more common situations, um, you may have been married before and your uh, ex's spouse has decided that the, the, the child that you had with that fir- in that first or previous marriage should now live with you. Um, so, um, now this might be, um, somebody, a a child that you've, you've met many times, um, you know, probably just on holidays or special occasions, but now they're going to move, um, all the way across the country and live with you full time. And you are understandably panicked out of your mind. Right. And our discussion today isn't so much about how to deal with the kids. Our, our conversation is really about how to deal with your spouse. Uh, and with yourself, so um, and and the other X, so to speak. So your relationship is enhanced and not necessarily tanked by this particular marital surprise. Yeah, because Steve, as important it is, as it is to deal with the kids, it's just as important to deal with what is now a changed marriage. Because believe me, your marriage is absolutely going to change in the face of this new. Development. But that change doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be for the worse. Oh, no, not at all. Although, although I must tell you, when the, the news first hit, that is exactly what people think. They think, oh, my God, here our beautiful twosome is just going to you know, be destroyed. But children, as, as people who have children know, can add immeasurably to your life and to your marriage, which is why we're talking about this particular subject today. So that those of you who are faced with this type of situation can make sure it enhances your relationship instead of totally messing it up. Yeah. And, I mean, this can be particularly um, complicated, too, if your new spouse, uh, you know, got into this relationship thinking that they were never going to have to be in that parenting role because the kids were, you know, across the country. Across the other side of the <laughs> Well, you know, they thought if it was going to happen, it was when the kids were little, and it's been 10 years, and the kids are teenagers now, yeah. which, you know, being dumped into the family, yeah. into the couple, rather, which, which is, ugh. So h- how do you do that? How do you ensure that the incoming kids don't take a toll on your marriage? Well, the first thing you want to do is get real, and that would be understand that things are going to be chaotic for a while. It is going to be upside down. Your spouse is going to need some time to adjust because, let's face it, you aren't the only one for whom this is a shocker. The kids are going to need some time to adjust. And adjustment usually doesn't happen without a fair amount of jostling for position, jostling for favors, one-upmanship, all that sort of thing, which is conflictual and messy and unpleasant. So you want to expect it. I mean, you know, forewarned is forearmed. So too often we think, well, you know, we all love each other. Uh, We're a great couple to start with. So, you know, this is going to be fine. And you expect peace and harmony from the get-go. Or 
you simply assume that, well, you know, everybody will pretty much get along in your dreams. (laughs) No. As soon as the competition, which is what it is, for affection, for time, for whatever, steps in, you're going to think, oh, my God, this is awful. My life will never be normal again. It's going to be this topsy-turvy rollercoaster ride from here on in. Um, and you know what? It's not. It's not. It is going to be that way for a while. You kind of want to suck it up until the individuals involved, that be you, your spouse, and each and every one of the kids, find their footing. And to help that process, it's a good idea to have talked over ground rules with your spouse before the kids actually move in. How do you how do you create those ground rules? How do you start that conversation? Well, you want to help your spouse by initiating the discussion if he or she doesn't. So, it's something along the lines of, you know, I've been thinking, honey, we probably want to establish some ground rules for the kids, you know, in terms of curfews and chores and homework and discipline. What are your thoughts? So you, you, you literally just open the discussion. And believe me, Steve, it's not going to help you to try to be subtle about this. You know, hedging about and, you know, kind of nibbling at the edges of the subject. Nah, your spouse isn't an idiot. Your spouse knows that without ground rules, living together will be a constant tug of war. And it is not going to help you to try to ignore this until the kids are actually there. Because then you're not settled. You're not dealing with setting ground rules, Steve. You're playing damage control. And it is infinitely more difficult and more painful to be playing damage control. So, bite the bullet and make sure you have those ground rule discussions before the kids depend upon you. Okay. And what else? Well, you know, just like we were talking, Steve, about setting ground rules for how you're going to deal with the kids, you want to set ground rules for the both of you. I mean, when you've been just a twosome, it's kind of free and breezy. You, you get your time together fairly easily because there's just the two of you to be concerned about. Instead, you need to work out, again, ahead of time, what's going to be the private time for the two of you? And you've got to make that time holy and sacred. You've got to know ahead of time, where will you be able to locate appropriate babysitters or convenient willing friends who will trade off, you know, we'll take your kids this weekend, you take ours next weekend, that kind of thing, who's going to couple who, those sorts of, of things. Those are ground rules for the two of you so that you don't lose your couple in the midst of becoming a blended family. So, you know, we've, we've had this conversation many times, Steve, about, you know, you can call it date night, you can call it your monthly bed and breakfast weekend, you can call it whatever you want. But the important thing is you've got to preserve that special time for your couplehood. It has long been shown by the research that marriages fail not from lack of love, but most often from lack of attention. Your love needs attention. And it's a lot harder to come by when you're just distracted by the competing desires of the kids. So you need to plan the time for that loving, appreciative attention to each other. And then, Steve, not only will your marriage survive the kids, but frankly, it'll thrive because you'll have new opportunities and experiences over which you will bond. Do you treat a situation like this as if you were uh, knowingly expecting your own child? Or Absolutely. That's a great analogy. Absolutely. Yes, you do. And think about how nowadays couples really pay attention 
to that kind of planning. Absolutely. But, but in, in this situation, um, it, it's slightly different, though, because, I, I mean, I would think at least, because there is a third uh, parental, at least a third parental figure in the mix. Oh, yes. It's very different because of that. It's also very different because this isn't like getting a newborn whom you two have uh, desired and nurtured fond hopes for and you're already together, if you will, on. This is the intrusion of an unexpected somebody else's <laughs> kid. Yeah. So there's a lot more uh, conflict, potential conflict. And by the way, I don't mean fighting. Yeah. I literally mean jockeying for position. You know, the kids are gonna, the kids or kid are gonna want to know who's on first. What's my role? Mm-hmm. When do I get dinged, and what can I get away with? Yeah. It's all that kind of stuff, which you don't get with a newborn as much. Yeah. Certainly not in the beginning. And with a newborn, you have the advantage of it, you grow together into a family. With the kids arriving on top of you like this, they're already individuals. They already have pre- well determined preferences and objections and desires and all the rest of it. So, yeah, the potential for disruption is large. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point, too, because we, we've been talking about the couple. Um, but you're right. There, there's the kids' um, perspective on this whole thing, too. They may or may oh, yeah. not want to be <laughs> joining your... You know, just as you were rocked by this information, they, too, may have been rocked and, you know, being uprooted and, and you know, going you know, a couple thousand miles away from their friends that they've grown up with or whatnot. So, yeah. And so that's why kids thrive with security, safety, and love. And so you provide the security and safety by establishing ground rules that are reasonable and fair and that you stick by, that you're consistent. Because then the kids know what to expect, and they can start to, if you will, settle in given those parameters. And the love part is obvious. Whether you even like the kid or not, you need to find something in the child or children to love. Consistency is is really a key word for all of this. Consistency with what you do with the kids, consistency with your time, with your special time with your mate, consistency with the family time. Well, that is going to do it for us this week. Uh, Thank you very much for your time, Noelle. It's always appreciated. It is my pleasure. And I want to remind everybody, uh, please, again, if you have a minute, uh, just go to the Hitch podcast page. We'll have a link for the our, our nomination on the about.com website where you can take uh, 10 seconds and vote for us as one of the top five uh, marriage podcasts out there. Um, and thank you for all your support over the years as well as all the experts who have contributed and come on the show. Um, And before we go, I want to remind everyone, you are listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is also the author of nine best-selling books, including her two most recent, Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships. You can get more information at Noelle's website, drnoellenelson.com. You can also follow Noelle on Twitter at Dr. Noelle Nelson. I am on Twitter at Hitched Media. Um, if you missed last week's episode or you haven't followed us on Facebook or Twitter or signed up for the newsletter, uh, I mentioned in those uh, arenas 
that we have also launched a Pinterest page, so you can now uh, pin our stuff. We've also added the little pin it button at the bottom of our articles to try to make it as uh, convenient for you as possible. And uh, please follow us there. We are on Pinterest.com slash HitchedMag. Um, and, uh, of course we're on Facebook, Noel's on Facebook, and, uh, I mentioned earlier that I am also on Twitter. So I think that's about all the, uh, information for this week. Oh, actually there is one more item. We quietly, you know, we're, we're constantly expanding things. We quietly, uh, this past week launched a new automotive channel. So, uh, please check that out. You can find it under the money section. And we launched this channel with the help of shopautoweek.com. And we know that cars uh, can't be an extension of the family. I mean, people really love their cars. And, you know, we're based in California, so Californians uh, particularly love their cars because we spend so much darn time in them. Um, but we're, we're not just talking about what the new model is out on the, on, the, on the market. We are going beyond that and how it actually can affect uh, the dealings that you may have with your spouse and the rest of your family. So, uh, you know, insuring your teen, uh, what do you do if you get into an accident, what are some safety features families might be interested in. So that kind of information where we take things a little bit beyond uh, this is a two-door and this is a four-door and this is how many horsepower. So uh, we hope you like it. We hope you enjoy it. Um, we'll continue to expand our reach in the future. So please stay tuned. And to follow all this, I, I do highly recommend uh, following us on those various social networks because that is probably the quickest and easiest way that we get information out. So if you are interested in that, um, please do that. So thank you again, everybody, for all your support. And Noel, thank you. And I can't wait to do this again soon. Take care everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched. Entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.